righty, y'all. Good morning. So, uh, I'm, I'm recording this in my basement in my house. Um, so, the lighting is horrible. I don't have my video camera guy. So, you know, I'm just doing this myself again. And that's okay. Because he has a new baby. And we love babies here. Keep the family unit going. You know what I'm saying? So, I have some talking points here. Well, first off, let me start with something. I'm going to start with um, Tucker Carlson's response to Teddy Cruz. It's amazing. But I'm going to talk about school boards today. So this is um, yeah, about his, his terrorist comments. Senator Cruz was game enough to come on tonight. We appreciate that. He joins us now. Senator, thanks so much for coming on. So I guess what I, I mean, there are a lot of dumb people in the Congress. You're not one of them. I think you're smarter than I am. Uh, and you never use words carelessly. Um, and yet you called this a terror attack when by no definition was it a terror attack. That's a lie. You told that lie on purpose. And I'm wondering why you did. Well, Tucker, thank you for having me on. When you aired your episode last night, I, I sent you a text shortly thereafter and said, listen, I'd like to go on because... The way I phrased things yesterday, it, it was sloppy and, and it was frankly dumb. And I don't and buy that. Whoa, 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 whoa! So, I don't buy on. that. For, look, I've known you a long time since before you went to the Senate. You were a Supreme Court contender. You take words as seriously as any man who's ever served in the Senate. And every word you repeated that phrase, I do not believe that you used that accidentally. I just don't. It's, so, Tucker, as a result of my sloppy phrasing, it's caused a lot of people to misunderstand what I meant. Let me tell you what what I meant to say. What I was referring to are, are the limited number of people who engaged in violent attacks against police officers. Now, I think you and I both agree that if you assault a police officer, you should go to jail. That's who I was talking about. And the reason the phrasing was sloppy is I have talked dozens, if not hundreds of times, I've drawn a distinction. I wasn't saying that the thousands of peaceful protesters supporting Donald Trump are somehow terrorists. I wasn't saying the millions of, of, of patriots across the country supporting President Trump are terrorists. And that's what a lot of people have misunderstood well, that comment. Wait a I second, but even your yeah. way, but hold on, what you just said doesn't make sense. So if somebody assaults a cop, he should be charged and go to jail. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. We have said that for years. But that person's still not a terrorist. How many people have been charged with terrorism on January so listen, 6th? Like, why'd you not, use that word? You're playing but, into the other side's characterization that, as Joe Kent just explained, allows them to define an entire population as foreign combatants. And you know that. He got caught. So basically, that's, that's what happened. He feels stupid because he just played into the, the globalists and all, the, all the, the, the psychos in Congress and in government. And he just, you know, whatever. I'm so, so with Ted Cruz now because of that. I used to like him. Even though he has a very punchable face, you know what I'm saying? Just like one of those guys that you just want to punch right in the schnoz, you know. So now, now we're now we're gonna get to what we're here really here for. I'm gonna talk a little bit about uh, school boards and um, you know, th things like that. Uh, why I stand so firmly against critical race theory, masking, all that stuff. So here's here's something surprising, okay. We have, um, so, so this is from the Daily Wire. Um, it says, the New York Times admits America sacrificed children's well-being for sake of adult safety in the name of COVID-19. 
So, so here's the headline they're talking about. This is the New York Times. No way to grow up. For the past two years, Americans have accepted more harm to children in exchange for less harm to adults. Now, that is 100% true. That, that is really, um, you know it's getting bad when the New York Times uh, jumps on that side of the argument. And, and when you think about it, that's 100% true. So what are we doing here? 99% uh, survival rate, even in older people, right? Um, and, and I'm not talking about like people that are like on their deathbed. Obviously, they're they're, they're higher. You know, the, a cold can kill them. But so 99% survival rate. Uh, even even less serious for kids. Um, the masking. Uh, has been bullshit. We'll get into that too. Um, so, so we're all we're having these restrictions on kids, basically to protect the adults. We're so we're we're screwing over the, this younger generation to protect adults, to protect elderly people on their last leg of life. And I'm not saying they're not worth anything, but the amount of sacrifice. Uh, that these kids made, uh, that that we're making these kids take uh, from their lives, um, is insane compared to, just to protect older people that, that can protect themselves, that, that that can be smart enough on their own. So so we're willing to, to to get a whole bunch of suicides and children and depression and anxiety and 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 all these things. And, um, and make them wear masks, which can be harmful. And you say, oh, what's the percentage of them being harmed by a mask? Uh, point zero? Is it? Well, it's the same thing with COVID for them. So, so I don't want to hear that. There is a risk with masks. You shouldn't be breathing it back in. You, your own bacteria, CO2, like it's not good. Now, now it, it might not be like, like kids are going to drop dead from it. But it's not good. And it's not doing anything. And now it's finally come out on the left. Oh, the masks don't do anything. Here we go. 6ABC. Studies are emerging that cloth masks are not effective in preventing the spread of COVID. Just like a week ago. People like me have been saying this uh, since the fucking beginning. And, and, and they knew this. It's just becoming so undeniable now. Because people are like, wait, it's been two fucking years. These masks clearly aren't doing anything. There's more and more real scientists and real doctors coming out and speaking the truth about it. And, and, and so now they're finally giving in. Studies are emerging. It's been two years. Now studies are emerging. Why? Why? Because you're starting to pay attention now because there's enough people turning on you. Is that really it? That is it. So yeah, so now, so now, uh, cloth masks are ineffective. So, so can we admit now that these kids have been wearing it all this time for nothing? So, so can we take them off then? Because it, it's almost like they're at school with nothing anyway, right? So, so I add that little risk of them breathing in fucking bacteria. They're an exhaust. If we know it's not doing anything, I, we knew this since the beginning. But, but 
We sacrificed our children to protect selfish adults. You fucking cowards. And you school boards. Or even more cowards. Because you blame it on the CDC and the health departments of your counties or districts. Like mine does. Happer Horsham. Uh, This is recorded in Horsham, Pennsylvania, by the way. That's, That's where I come from. So... That's why I'm actually recording this at right now. So, Happer Horsham School District is my district. So, if you're in the school district, holla. Let's get something going here. Seriously. I'm dead serious. You got to start showing up the meetings. I'll be at the next one on January 18th. Um, the last one was, was canceled. I was supposed to be there. But we have, to, we have to tell them that, like, we know. It's time to stop. It's over now. So the school boards, you know, like mine, uh, uh, we're, we're going with the Montgomery County uh, Public Health Office or whatever. And obviously, they're just going right along with the CDC and all these other people. Even though they're admitting these things now, um, they're still pushing it. Masks, vaccines, and all this shit. When more and more has come out that none of this is necessary. Absolutely none of this. But they're still doing it to them. It's insane. And this Omicron is, is a goddamn cold. If we, if we tracked every cold every year, we'd be in a pandemic every year. People, stop getting fucking tested. Kids get sick. Adults get sick. Are we trying to stop the cold now? What else we got here? All right, so interview with industrial hygienist... Stephen Petty on mask as exposure control. This is back in April. Uh, one of his quotes here. If I ever recommended in court that people should be protected by wearing a mask, I would probably lose all my credentials. Like, like, this, is like, this is like a specialist in mask saying this. Because he knows damn well that they don't work. And, and he's, he's not going to lie. All these people that have been coming out, Dr. Robert Malone, Peter McCullough, uh, S- Stephen, what was his name? St- oh, fuck, I've heard. Wow. Stephen Petty. They're all uh, professionals and, and, and very credited. But yet, we, we dismiss all these people that are specialists in all these different things uh, vaccines, uh, virus. Uh, masking, and and we're all we're ignoring all of it because Fauci's on CNN or MSNBC spreading more fear and ignoring the facts that have been coming out, even facts that he stated, saying saying that there's a lot of kids in the hospitals that are saying that are there for COVID, but they're really not. He like he admitted that, and we're still continuing this. Oh my God, the hospitals are getting full. There's a ton of kids in the hospital. No, there, there's a ton of regular shit going on in the hospitals, and, and they're understaffed. And or overreaction from parents who are left stir-crazy from the media and take their kids to the hospital for a, a day fever. Okay, it, you know, I, I, I have three kids. I've said over and over again, I've taken them to the doctor's hospital, urgent cares many times, as you do with children. And they say, they say, your kid can have a fear for up to a week. 
I mean, I, I was told that way before COVID. It's that's ridiculous. And, and and the vaccines, kids are having a hard time with it. Be fucking careful, parents. So, you know, there, there's kids getting rashes on their face. Uh, National Review, January 3rd. Major teachers union lobbied New York City to close schools this week. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, the, the teachers unions are, are acting like their own government. So many school boards are, are corrupt. My school board has done some very questionable things. There's violence happening in the high school that they're not, they're not uh, addressing. Apparently, the, the administration at the high school um, act as if this is just part of the culture. And, and you know, oh, just part of, the, part of the culture. That's a quote, apparently. I've, ta- I've been talking to a few parents. Um, uh, people get jumped in the bathrooms. For some reason, there's still nobody, like, you know, standing outside the bathrooms and standing guard and make sure nothing's happening. Uh, a child brought a gun to school, apparently. Um, got sent home, obviously, talked to police and all that. He walked into school the next morning. Sat down the first period. They took him out. They got him. But he should have never been allowed to walk back in that school. They're not taking any of this seriously. Apparently, there's certain groups of kids in the high school uh, being left alone because of skin color. Um, there was a, a protest against police a couple years ago that the, that school allowed happened. A bunch of kids walked out of the high school. They, like, agreed with it. I mean, this is Happer Horsham. There's no injustice being done by police out here. You can, you, you can, you can be against uh, police brutality without protesting against police that aren't doing anything wrong. Like, if you live in Happer Horsham, you're not being targeted by police. If you're black, white, anything. Like, I, there's not a single story of, of an injustice being done that I know of, at least. I've been here for nine years. Okay, it's, just a, it's a pretty friendly, pretty friendly area. So, I, so these kids' behavior, one, I blame it on the school administration and the school board for, for not... One, firing the people who are running a high school because I hear the principal is just allowing so much to happen. He's he's acting like a friend to certain groups of people and allowing shit to go on. The school has been in a slow decline since he's got in and the last few years has really stepped up, especially with the BLM stuff and all that. It's gotten worse and worse and he's still there. He needs to be fired. It's almost like we're waiting for somebody to get killed. You got radical teachers. I got their shit screenshotted. They're putting it on their public pages, not private. They got kids from the school following them. Anyway. So here's the teacher. Teachers union boss, Randy Weingarten, says she's supports mandating the vaccine for school children five and older. This this piece of dirt, this this scumbag that that I I wouldn't even scrape off the bottom of my shoe. I just continue to walk with it. 
and, and and then eventually like scrape it off on the edge of a curb and maybe spit on it. You know, if that was possible for her to be be just a bug on my shoe, I would I would enjoy it. Randy Weingarten. You know what's amazing about her? She's the boss of, of the teachers union. Like, you know, for the country, right? She doesn't have kids. Yeah, that's right. So the teacher union boss does not have kids. And that's why she's okay with critical race theory. That's why she's okay with masking vaccines. Because she doesn't have kids. I'm sorry. But I feel like if you're going to be on a school board or, or part of a teacher's union, you should have kids. So so you can come from, from you know, a, a position where you understand the feelings of these parents. Because you would be a parent with a kid in these schools. She doesn't have kids. How sick. No wonder why she doesn't give a fuck. Anyway. Critical race theory. The 1619 Project is, is one of the, the many uh, writings that is getting... Excuse me. This water. Hmm. So anyway, 1619 Project is one of those uh, CRT uh, books that is, uh, or writings that is getting put in the school curriculum. It's one of the most popular. It's from the New York Times, of course. Basically, it's a rewrite of history. It says, this politically advantageous doctrine supposes much more than any revolutionary civil rights issue. In fact, a complete upheaval of American history is more on par with this trend. The 69 Project. What it is and why you should not let your child read it. So, basically, it's it's a rewrite. It's saying, like, basically everything in this country is built off of slavery. Um, it, it, it tells truth in a skewed way and, and adds some untruths. Okay, and I've read some of it. But I, I, I don't want to buy the book. I don't want to pay for anything to, to get the whole writing because I don't want to feed this. So it's been... So it, it sparked criticism and debate amongst uh, historians. The people that, you know, know the history. Like uh, Gordon Wood, James McPherson, Sean Wilentz, Victoria Bynum, and James Oakes expressed strong reservations about the project. And requested factual corrections. Because it's not factual. The creator is uh, Nicole Hannah-Jones. She's one of those um, ones that's saying that parents shouldn't have a say in their kids, what their kids are learning. Which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we put the people in those seats of that school board... That is trying to say parents shouldn't have say. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say that again. We put them in that position to be able to even say that. But yet they're telling us we shouldn't be involved. Make it make sense. We can take you out of them seats. And I think the school boards should be made up of people 
with kids and they should absolutely listen to the parents. If the majority of the parents are against it, cut the shit. Okay, let's just teach regular curriculum and all the personal beliefs and all the activism and all the other shit. Leave that for home. Even if teachers believe in that, that's fine. You can believe whatever you want. Keep it out of our kids' classroom. You're adding opinions and beliefs, but only certain groups. That's a dangerous thing to get into because then you got to add everybody's beliefs and opinions then. What about conservatives? What about Christians, Catholic, Muslim? Like, well, you're picking and choosing here. You got to be 100% neutral. If not, cut the shit. So, it, I'm just going to, I'm reading uh, Beyond Biden. I'm almost done it by Newt uh, Gringrich. I, 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 I'm sorry if I fucked up your name, bro. Great book. Okay, uh, and he gets into the CRT. It's it's a fairly new book. It was done. It was written this year, last year. So here is Kate Slater, an anti-racist scholar at the University of New Hampshire. This is what she said. Listen, I am white. White people can never be anything but oppressors. Being complicit with racism is something that we as white people just are. I will work on my anti-racism my whole life, but will continually fail. I will never get to a space where I'm good enough. <laughs> University of New Hampshire, an anti-racist scholar. Like, this stuff happened way before. Most of these people that are talking about it never, never once seen anything like this. But we're, we're supposed to feel guilty like, I always learned about slavery. This Learning about slavery is not the problem here. It's all this extra opinions and beliefs that just aren't true. That's the problem. And no, you shouldn't feel guilty for being white in 2021, 2022, or even 1999 or 2000. My whole life, I'm 33. Never, never had these conversations. Everybody grew up together just fine. We loved each other. I grew up with black television, music, sports, Jesus Christ, everything. I'm white. I have a black child. Okay? I mean, my wife's white. My two other kids are white. But I, I, have, I have a child with a black woman. Okay? Like, we, we weren't talking like this. Everything was fine. But, but, but now all of a sudden, years of, of being together and loving each other are just gone. Because we're acting like it's the 60s again. And some schools are actually segregating again. And people are okay with it. We're falling back into segregation. We fought to end that. Like Martin Luther King said. You, you base somebody off their character, not their color. This new equity stuff in schools... Fuck equity. It's equality. Equality over equity. Truth over emotions. Okay? Equity is just, just a nice word for, for we're going to base everything off of color. It should be based off character. 
okay? I was looked at when I would walk into stores back when I thought I was a gangster. I had my pants hanging off my ass. I was wearing fitteds all the time. I wanted to be a rapper. I was looked at just as much as the black person I'd walk in next to me. But now if me and him walked in this, in, into the store with suits, they wouldn't have bad an eye at us. Black or white. It's about character. We're teaching this younger generation now to make, base everything off a of color. That is a recipe for destruction. So this is this is a, a writer of white fragility, right? White fragility, I believe. Uh, D'Angelo, something D'Angelo, uh, bitch D'Angelo, fucked hard. Um, so here's some quotes from from her or her her book. I, I honestly don't care. So he, here's D'Angelo. Here's here's some quotes from her. A positive white identity is an impossible goal. White identity is inherently racist. White people do not exist outside the system of white supremacy. Some of her writings are getting put into schools too. Did you hear that? White people do not exist outside the system of white supremacy. What a piece of fucking shit. Like, go... Go somewhere else. Go sit in a room and, and just, just, just scream at, at white walls for being white. And, and just stay there. Don't eat. Don't drink. Just just stay in that room until you fall asleep forever. You piece of shit. Anyway, here's another one. I strive to be less white. To be less white is to... Be less oppressive, less arrogant, less certain, less defensive, less ignorant, and more humble. Wow. Now, this is what Newt said right after this. This is from the book, too, Beyond Biden. He said, imagine for a second replacing the word white with black in either of those last two sentences, and it is clear how racist they really are. I, is that not true? Is it not true? Unbelievable. So basically, what what I want to say here is we are at a crazy time in this country. We are in a crazy time in this country right now. We are we are dating ourselves back uh 60 years uh fuck sometimes 70 80 years and and that's making younger people uh feel angry towards certain people who would have never had a problem with certain people if it wasn't for this constant push from the media and the schools and school boards can control all this. So if it's in your school, I mean, unless the teacher uh, did it on their own and, and, you know, didn't get it approved. But all the curriculum gets approved for the school board. So, so these, these fucking white liberal lefties on the school boards, 
because for some reason white people love pushing this just as much as the, the well this very small group of black people actually think like that and obviously it's growing because you know if you watch or only listen to these certain people that's that's what you're going to believe even if you've never actually had a problem with white people in your life but but there's so many like white liberal teachers that just love the idea of talking shit about white people even though they're white and and it's really just this egging on this this push of separation and if somebody likes me come out even if i have a black child grew up with hip hop culture and grew up in section 8 and 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 had a very diverse life didn't didn't once think about race didn't didn't look at anybody differently because of color even if i come out and speak this truth and my truth i'm racist there's people out there that will say that about me which is absolutely insane because if you actually know me which you know some of you that are listening to this might even like that's insane it's insane to say just because we don't we don't want this 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 crazy indoctrination of our kids it's creating separation like if you if you don't see that then then you're just becoming part of the problem the democrats have never been on your side i'm i'm talking to african americans asians too i mean and fucking anybody really besides besides white politicians so so let's talk republicans are, are, are looked at as racist but the republican party was literally like built off of ending slavery like we were the opposition abraham lincoln was a republican he he, he was he was one of the first he, he was the first president that allowed a black man into the white house uh frederick douglas that 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 didn't happen before him. He 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 wanted to end slavery. He was he was the first one that was open about it. And he got killed because of it by a Democrat. The KKK was built under the Democrats. Some of the first politicians in this country were black. Like political history uh, for, for African Americans is the Republican Party. We were there for you. But yet somehow the Democrats have, have reeled you in forever now. If you look back, Republican Party was the party of the quote-unquote Negro. No disrespect saying it that way. They, they were made fun of for being the party uh, uh, to end slavery. I mean, this is, this is true. This is our history. That's why they want to rewrite it. Because you've been on the wrong side this whole time. Parents, we have to stop this. It's 2022. We're about to be on the third year of this shit. Not, not the CRT. I'm talking about the mask and the COVID and stuff. But the CRT, now that we've realized what's happening, we need to get the school boards the fuck out of there if they agree with this. Any teachers, the fuck out of there. Okay, if they're bringing it into the classrooms. We don't need any flags other than the American flag because we're all under one flag. You can have your own flags at home. Believe whatever you want. 
You bring it into the classroom and the schools. You, you're you're showing support for just one side uh, of of an argument. Like like what about what about the the people that beliefs are against some of these things, like like trans and all that. Which I don't I don't mind if you're trans, but my kid's school literally has the trans and flag with with the black part in it. I, I don't know African Americans and trans that they're like combining them now I, I don't even understand but like it's fine if you're trans but we're all under one flag schools should not be getting involved in all that that's personal stuff okay like we should they should not be getting involved in it that, that that's getting involved in just certain personal beliefs and opinions and activism we are all under one flag I'm going to wrap this up. Parents, it's time to stand up. Make yourself uncomfortable. It, it, fuck it. You have to deal with this. It's for your kids. As much as I like the idea of homeschooling, we can't let them win. It's absurd. Well, that's it before I get too worked up. Uh, I love you all. Have a great day. And stop the madness. Thank <music> you.